Welcome to episode two of the Franchise Marketing Show. I'm Adam Lovelock and I'm joined today by... Mark Harmon. Hi Mark. Hello. Good to have you here. Yeah, good to be here. And today we are talking everything LinkedIn. Now LinkedIn, I think it's fair to say, well it's been around for years now, hasn't it LinkedIn? I suppose it's probably the oldest social media channel that's still around, potentially. Oh yeah, I don't know when it started. We should probably look this up before the <laughs> yeah, episode. Done, done a bit of research. Shouldn't have asked you that question. <laughs> but it has been around a long time. You can I think. Talk it, I'll look it up. Okay, yeah, look it up. Um, LinkedIn has been around obviously for years and years and years, and I think it really started off as a bit of an online CV kind of network, yeah, really, no, as much as anything. It certainly wasn't a social network as it is today. Um, but certainly over the last, it's felt certainly over the last five, six, seven years that it's developed a lot. And I think yeah. as people have got more used to social media and sharing online, LinkedIn certainly become the place within the business world that people use a network like they do any other yeah, social yeah. media channel. 2003 it started. 2003. If Facebook was wow. 07, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it shows you how old it is. It's been around for a long time. Mm. But it's really developed, and I think it's really gathered pace over the last couple of years. Um, I see more and more people kind of going on it. It feels like now, I do this, I don't know if you do this, but I kind of look on LinkedIn like I would look at Facebook. So if I'm sat around on my phone i check into linkedin have a look what's going on like i do on facebook are you the same uh yes i do it with probably the number one i do it with is instagram but i think linkedin is definitely getting like that especially when i'm at work like i'll just go on linkedin and then just like like a few things or comment on something and it definitely has habits yeah and Mm. it it definitely wasn't that type of platform going back five years ago like i think sort of five years ago it was really quite overcomplicated and it wasn't really clear how you would get anything from it it was just kind of like as you said uh, an online cv of like okay a list of this is what i've done and there there wasn't really much social networking about it um but yeah definitely over the last few years especially with like the use of video on it and even like they're starting to get live video on it now it's not perfect but it's getting there um but like stuff like that where it's encouraging people to share stuff um rather than just sort of oh here's an article um yeah, it's starting to get more social. Yeah, d- definitely. Well, in fact, when you say it's getting more social, I found in the last year that the the line between what someone would post on Facebook and what they would post on LinkedIn mm. is probably not as broad as it was before. You see more social type posts now coming through on LinkedIn as well, which is quite interesting. Yeah. Um, but obviously what we're going to talk about today is LinkedIn and franchising and where as franchisors and for franchise networks can LinkedIn... Um, be a kind of useful tool for their marketing and we've got an interview coming up with Steve Doyle which was a a chat I had recently Mm -hmm. and he's a LinkedIn expert uh, has worked advising training people on LinkedIn over many many years a lot of franchise networks as well and I kind of go into a lot of detail with him about how he sees it but be interesting to chat I think between us a little bit before the interview just on where we think franchisors should spend their time on LinkedIn how valuable do we think it is and obviously as with any any kind of marketing activity as a franchisor, you've got your two strands, you've got your franchise recruitment marketing and you've got your core network marketing. Um, so I know you're quite quite heavily used LinkedIn, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very heavily used LinkedIn. What what have you, what works for you when using LinkedIn? Um, so I think the more you engage with other people's posts, the better. And I think um, 
like you you sort of need to be doing that for people to sort of come back and engage with your stuff i also think you need to post regularly as well so i have a schedule where i post um like repurpose stuff from my live videos every week and i also host a live video on a friday i as i said earlier i don't think like live video is quite there yet on linkedin like there's a capability for it you have to jump through a lot of hoops to get there um, and i think there's a there's there definitely can be some improvement on that but the fact that they've got that um, I think is a first step, but they need to keep not keep on improving it. Um, and then I think you, yeah, I've definitely like grown and maintained my business throughout like the COVID and the pandemic because of LinkedIn. Um, so like where I wasn't able to go out and see people, having LinkedIn was um, probably one of the best things I could have had in that year. See, I thought your simple answer to that would have been video. Yeah, yeah. Well, part of videos, like, as I yeah. said, like videos are very much the backbone of it. But like, it's just people get to know you through LinkedIn. Yeah, no, I, I, take, I totally agree. And I mean, in, in the franchise world, I think we've done a lot of work with franchise brands over the years on franchise recruitment on yeah. LinkedIn. And I think there's some really interesting stuff around that. Um, and I suppose specifically on LinkedIn advertising, which is something I don't think many brands have, have tried and tested. And have you done anything on link, LinkedIn? I, I don't know much about LinkedIn advertising apart from I haven't heard good things about it. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think that's the reality. And um, we found that, because in theory, LinkedIn advertising should be perfect for franchise recruitment because ultimately everyone that probably goes on to become a franchisee, a massively high proportion of them are on LinkedIn. And when they're on LinkedIn, they're looking at business content. Um, I'll say when people are running Facebook ads for franchise recruitment, people aren't on Facebook to take in business content. They're on Facebook to watch videos of cats and, yeah. and stuff like that. So in theory, the, the, the ecosystem of LinkedIn should be perfect for franchise recruitment and, and LinkedIn advertising. The reality is that it's not quite perfect. And the the advert, the ads builder is a little bit clunky. It's not as advanced as Facebook advertising is mm. in terms of options and targeting options. However, where I think it really works is if your franchise is targeting a very specific group of people that you can very easily create on LinkedIn. So an example of that would be we've worked with an accountancy franchise in the past. Clearly, as franchisees, they're targeting accountants. Mm -hmm. So you can quite easily build an audience of accountants of whatever certain age or experience or job title. You can then craft an advert to go to those people, um, which can be to accountants. So it's very, very niche. And that that whole process worked really, really well. Um, so I think if your franchise is targeting a very specific B2B kind of audience, the LinkedIn advertising can work well. I think where it doesn't work is if you you're kind of targeting someone with a, a kind of vague type background you could build on LinkedIn. So, you you know, yeah. people that are interested in marketing because you feel like your franchisee should have a good knowledge of marketing. It's too vague. The message is too vague and it kind of gets lost a little bit in the, in the ether. Do you think that's because people on LinkedIn tell LinkedIn less about themselves than people do on Facebook? Like on Facebook, you, they pretty much know everything about you. So do you think it's because you tell LinkedIn less that... Yeah, yeah. I mean, LinkedIn, you can target people from an advertising point of view, it, probably a bit more than you think, actually, really? because you can target people um, based on the size of their company. So the size of the company they work for um, on their job title. So if you're targeting FDs and you want someone from a fairly senior position, you could target financial directors mm -hmm. who work in companies of 100 plus staff um, 
etc etc an age group so you can get quite targeted with it i just think the message needs to really relate to so the actual advert needs to really relate to that person and the opportunity for it to work i think that all needs to really line up so a group of accountants with an accounting franchise going through to an accounting franchise website works um when that doesn't all connect it it has really very like varied results and this is going back a few years ago. The in-mail campaigns used to work really, really well. And I just think now, and I, I don't know what you think, mm. but going back three or four years ago, someone's LinkedIn mailbox was probably quite empty. I don't think people really chatted over LinkedIn mail. You may get one or two a month and they're probably, you know, the odd connection. So the in-mails used to really work. What we found was that if an in-mail dropped in someone's LinkedIn box, because when they log into LinkedIn, they probably log in when they've got a bit of time. And if there is a message, then they kind of take notice of it. I think over time that's become less effective because there's so much spam going on in the LinkedIn inbox as well. So it kind of feels like the in-mail ads are less effective than they used to be as well. Um, So overall, uh, LinkedIn advertising, I think it can work if you're targeting a very specific group of people that completely matched your franchise opportunity. It is more expensive, I I find, advertising on LinkedIn than it is on on other platforms as well. So it could take a bit of testing. And I just feel over time it's become less effective as people get more spam on LinkedIn as well. Okay. So if you were going to fix it, how would you go about fixing it if you were in charge at LinkedIn? The advert platform... Hmm. I actually think the ad platform now is is much, it was certainly much better than it used to be. Um, it's hard, isn't it? It, it? It's a difficult one because the, the interesting thing, actually, so I was talking to someone about this the other day. Yep. How, how many advert posts do you think you get on your LinkedIn feed? On the feed? Because <laughs> they're probably not obvious, are they? Uh, this is the thing. This will blow your mind. So, on, how, so how, how many do you think you get? So out of the, uh, Every how many posts is an ad? So if I, if I scroll on for us, or 10, I'd probably say one is a sponsored post. So every fourth post on LinkedIn is an ad. No way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it, and, and that shows no, you it how... It blends in very well then. Yeah, it's incredible. And that shows you how much we're, like, as users of these platforms, yeah. we become immune to adverts. We scroll, yeah. and we're so good at just scrolling past stuff that we don't instantly engage with and it shows you mm. how important having like instantly engaging adverts are but yeah every fourth post if you go onto linkedin it might even be every third sometimes it, there are loads of them but really? i just don't think people like really kind of take notice of them that much mm. which is interesting yeah it'd be interesting to know like what people watching this or listening to this think like what did, what did you think as we were saying that how many sponsored posts did you think let us know in the comments yeah no that, that it, it's an interesting one it was only the other day i actually looked at myself and i was just going one two three four really? one two three four wow. yeah um so it's actually a lot more than facebook and of course because the inbox is so full so oh, it's a difficult question how they make the the platform more engaging for advertisers um I think it's just harder. I mean, marketing in the B2B world in general is harder, isn't it? It mm. is harder than B2C marketing to, to gain attention. And I think that that probably has a lot to do with it. Mm. Yes, people aren't always looking for a business solution for their problem, but they are no. looking for like products and stuff quite a lot of the time. Exactly, yeah. And, so. I, and I suppose that's why it goes back to ultimately LinkedIn is a B2B network mm. and b2b marketing is built around it's built around trust and and knowledge and almost personal branding especially these days all of those different kind of things so 
really to be successful on LinkedIn, it's like you said earlier on, it, it's it's engaging and commenting and starting conversations, yeah, building relationships, building relationships um, all the things that you would do commonly in the business world anyway mm-hmm. to, to win business. That's how you make LinkedIn yeah, work so for you. Like where I think LinkedIn's worked really well for me is, is either if I've never met someone or if I meet someone once, you sort of build that, you continue and build that relationship purely on LinkedIn. Yeah, and I think that's really clever. Uh, that does work. So I think I think the flipping from franchise recruitment for franchisors and looking at their um, their core business and potentially how franchisees could use LinkedIn, I, I think the key thing is it is a B two B network. So mm-hmm. if your franchise is a B two B franchise, that it's business coaching, for example, then clearly LinkedIn is a massively important network where. Um, franchisees should be very, very visible. They should be posting video content, engaging, building a network of people, building their personal brand, which is so important in the business world these days. Mm. And LinkedIn is the the perfect platform to do that. Um, if if your franchisees are in the B two C world, it's not to say that LinkedIn isn't a good place to have coverage, but I think it's a little bit more needle in the haystack to find yeah. that perfect customer. So let's say uh, your franchisees are children children's activities providers yeah. and your franchisees are all on LinkedIn, it's much more unlikely that you're going to connect with someone on LinkedIn, build your personal brand and they happen to be in, within your territory because mm. obviously that's important for franchise within your territory and a parent with a child who's interested in that activity. It's just, it doesn't quite connect like it does in the B2B world. So moving on to our interview with Steve Doyle. I chat to Steve about his knowledge of LinkedIn. Um, he's trained lots of franchisees and franchise networks on how to use LinkedIn effectively. And I think there's some really good tips for all franchisors on, in this interview. Steve, thank you very much for joining me. Um, I don't know if you want to quickly introduce yourself and give a bit of background to, to everyone to start off with. Yeah, sure. My name's Steve Doyle. My business is Linking Business. And what I do is I work with small businesses, franchises, franchisors and uh, individuals to help them actually move from being on LinkedIn to using LinkedIn. Uh, My background is sales and marketing through and through. I had 35 years in sales and marketing positions in corporate. And I have been working with smaller businesses and franchises uh, for the last uh, five years working and training on LinkedIn. Brilliant. So you, you have a bit of a background working with franchise businesses. You kind of understand the dynamics of franchising? Uh, yes, I, I think I do. I've certainly worked with uh, groups of franchisees um, and individual franchisees in order to help them build their business and find their end user. Um, and I know some of the dynamics there. I've also worked with um, both franchisee, uh, franchisors and multi-level marketing to identify people who are involved or want to be involved in a new business opportunity. And that, that is something that's really interesting on LinkedIn. Okay, well, yeah, well, I'll definitely pick your brains on that one. So the, um, I, think, I think the thing is with LinkedIn, everyone watching this is inevitably on LinkedIn and all use it to an extent. I'm a, I'm a LinkedIn user and we've, we've used it for clients, but I don't claim to be a LinkedIn expert. And what I have seen over time is that some people seem to use LinkedIn incredibly effectively and get amazing results from it, where others maybe don't see the same return for the time they spend on it. So I'm just interested to explore a few different avenues that would relate to a franchisor and how they may be able to uh, use LinkedIn more effectively for themselves, but also for their franchise network. Um, 
So I initially wanted to start on franchise recruitment. So a big focus of marketing for a franchisor is actually how they can recruit more franchisees into, into their network. Um, and I think it's fair to say I know a few franchise brands that have had great success using LinkedIn to find prospects and, and to recruit franchisees. But as a whole, I don't think anyone uses it brilliant and the sector doesn't use it brilliant to bring people into, um, into franchises. And obviously it's used heavily by recruiters. So it feels to me there's a bit of a missing trick. Um, Franchisors not using it effectively. If you, if you look at the people that successfully recruit using LinkedIn and the different ways LinkedIn could be used, how do you think, or how effective do you think it could be and what could franchisors be doing to recruit franchisees from LinkedIn? Well, it's interesting you compare it to recruitment. Um, I, I think the dynamic when you look at recruitment is, is very different. Um, people who want to talk to recruiters really want to talk to recruiters because they're looking for a new job or they're out of work and so on. Um, when people are looking for a new business opportunity, uh, they're a little bit um, more uh, restrained, I think. Um, you're right, some people succeed with LinkedIn, others don't. And that's for a number, uh, due to a number of factors. The first of all is knowing precisely who your target audience is and, and actually being able to segment and use LinkedIn to segment that group and target uh, messages and um, uh, messages and um, uh, your your activities directly at that group, and the search engines are totally underused on LinkedIn. Um, there's some fantastic filters there that enable you to look at previous uh, um, uh, employment history. Um, information about what industries they've worked in, which companies they've worked in. So you can target very, very effectively there. So knowing your target audience uh, is, is key when you start start recruiting. If you've got a very good avatar for, for who you're looking for, you're more likely to be successful uh, than when you're just going out looking for anybody who wants a new business opportunity. Uh, and, and, and that's really interesting, actually, just picking up on that, because... Um, I think one thing franchisors are very good at knowing is who makes a good franchisee, uh, what their background likely is, what their past experiences may be. Um, so they actually are armed with that information. So once they have that information, you say with the search, what's the best techniques to try and target those people? You, using the search, you can actually um, look for complete phrases. You can use Boolean search terms within LinkedIn, which a lot a lot of people don't really use the Boolean search terms anyway, but you can get a degree of granularity on people, which is huge. Now, if you if you search for uh, looking for new opportunities, which a lot of people do, you will get literally hundreds of thousands of people from the person that's just been made redundant from the local um, supermarket through to um, high end uh, MDs who are, are looking for new opportunities. It's and you literally will get thousands of, of hits. Um, it's a matter of using the advanced search terms to really make that data granular and make it far more um, specific to your needs. So maybe looking for companies they've worked for in the industry previously, uh, the number of years they've worked there, uh, their job titles when they were there, because you can search by job title as well. And, and also using, as I say, Boolean search terms um, to look for phrases rather than individual um, uh, words. Um, 
product manager, for example, unless you use proper Boolean search terms, will bring back anyone who's got the word product and anyone who's got the word manager in their, in their title, uh, in, in their profile. Using it properly, you have to have um, inverted commas around it to make sure that you're finding exactly product managers. It's, it's use of that and use of the Boolean search terms that can make it very, very effective. Yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, so once you're once you're going for and you're mining and you're you're finding people that could could fit the profile you're looking for, what what techniques do you then do? To, is it a case of connecting and messaging? Is there a particular way of of dealing with that? Yeah, I I like to think of it as a process. It's a whole process, and far too many people go in. Um, how should we say using a sales approach far too early? Um, you know, we've all we've all had it happen to us. The fastest I've ever got a sales message off LinkedIn was 40 seconds after um, connecting with somebody. Uh, it, it, it's a diabolical use of LinkedIn. LinkedIn is about building trust, building um, awareness and, and, and building a conversation with people. So I'm a great believer in personalizing messages that go out and making sure that um, you, you keep the message of the sales away from what you're doing. So the typical approach I do, uh, and I, I recommend my clients uh, take, is find the right people, use a bespoke message, don't use the standard LinkedIn messages that they have, write a bespoke message, and it can be templated, but you know, with a, with a degree of individuality um, to connect. Using that, you probably get, uh, I, I routinely get a 60 to 80% connection rate with people. Then you need a process for moving them from a connection through to somebody who wants to talk to you about the business opportunity. And what I do is I use a variety of marketing techniques, um, particularly using lead magnets, which a lot of franchisors use um, to a uh, get them interested in what what I'm uh, what what area I'm talking about. Um, you know, a number of franchisors I've seen say five things to be aware of when you're buying a franchise, which if you're buying a franchise is something you're going to be interested in. And uh, as part of that, they become part of your marketing campaign because when they download that lead magnet, you've got them on your CRM system to actually follow up and work with. But the biggest mistake people make is thinking, I can go in hard with a sales message because they really don't work very well on LinkedIn. It, it, it's funny because I, um, I suppose our biggest background at Coconut is digital marketing. And um, I say exactly the same thing. The, the biggest mistake in running Facebook ads or digital marketing campaigns in general is proposing on a first date, building a cold, <laughs> audience, building a cold audience of people and then showing them a message which is, you know, buy or uh, subscribe or contact or whatever it may be. And um, that awareness element of building an awareness first is normally the reason people stop doing things. It's probably the reason people start doing LinkedIn marketing and stop because they're not getting the results they want. But I think so many people miss that awareness stage, don't they, in, in any form of marketing? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And the information you send out um, has, has to be right. It has to add value. It has to show what you do in a good light. It has to be free um, and it has to be engaging. Um, 
you know, I, I, I've talked to people about this. I've talked to clients and I explain it and they come back and they say, well, I've got a brochure that I could always send to people. Uh, it's, it, they, they don't get the idea that you're not trying to sell. You don't want to give your brochure out there. You don't want to put a standard brochure out there. You want to give something that's educational, useful, and will build your standing uh, with, with them. It's not a fast process on LinkedIn. Um, and it, no marketing is, is really very, very fast. You have to build them through the, the, the sales funnel. And that's what you do. So as I say, one of the biggest mistakes people make is getting in with a sales message too early. Um, the other mistake they make is having hundreds, if not thousands of connections and not knowing where to go with them. Uh, again, um, the lead magnet, the softly, softly approach that would you like to talk about business? Uh, I'd like to know more about your business. All of that can work quite effectively. Um, but I found the most effective way and the way I treat, teach my clients is, is to use something like a lead magnet, a case study, a free 30 minute uh, review. Um, if you're talking to end users in that case, um, something like that that is intrinsically valuable. So am I right in thinking that the kind of the best, the best approach then really is to, to hunt out people who fit the perfect profile, um, connect with them, but connect with them in a, in a soft way, and then over time develop the relationship by posting good, valuable content. So it... Yeah, uh, post, posting has, it, has its uh, place and it's part of growing um, the authority around your company and your brand online. Um, I don't know many people who jump straight from a post to wanting to find out about a service. Uh, they want to do more investigation. So it's, it's building your authority, not just with posts. That's great for more awareness of what you're doing, but the information in your uh, profile and in your company page, if you're a franchisor, um, is, is key. And that must build, build things up. Um, we're doing video. Video is great on LinkedIn. It really is very, very effective and it can be used in so many ways um, on LinkedIn. Uh, it scores very highly with the LinkedIn search engines. So use video on your profile. I'm still amazed at how many people don't use video on their profile. It makes you stand out from the crowd and it helps with the search engines. Um, so it, it, it is, it's not just about posting, Adam. It's about the whole um, structure of your profile and the information that you're providing on that. And that goes for your company page as well, to a certain extent. Yeah. yeah. So just thinking of franchise recruitment in general, I mean, if you're, if you're building a big audience of, of potential prospects, let's say we are a accountancy franchise and mm -hmm. we, we know that accountants make perfect franchisees, uh, maybe accountants who haven't started their own business yet, but may want to get into business ownership. Um, so over time, you build a, a big network of accountants. Um, I suppose then it's really a case of, again, not selling too quickly, but over time, educating them on the benefits of franchising and the benefits of before going into the particular franchise that you are, but just education around franchising, around business ownership. It's that kind of slow approach and being the educator is probably what builds that awareness. Yeah, it does. Um, uh, it, it's definitely educational, the approach. Uh, and that applies to your profile as well. I, I go into um, a lot of profiles in, in my role, 
hundreds and hundreds of profiles. And the number of times a profile talks about a person uh, themselves and the approach is, well, it's my profile, I'll talk about me. That's not what you should do when you're in business, whether you're a franchisor or franchisee. What you need to do is orientate your whole profile and everything you have on your profile towards telling people what problems you solve for them. And, and that is, you know, that's an underlying marketing principle. You, you know, you, you do it on print, you do it on uh, emails, you do it on everything. But people don't do it enough on social media. So that was Adam's conversation with Steve. We're now going to talk to me about my tips for franchisors and franchisees using LinkedIn. Hello, me again. And in this part of the video, as in the previous episode, it's time for a member of the Coconut team to go through what our guest has just spoken about and pick a little bit of it and go into more detail about it. So I thought I'd talk about the um, something that Steve kept mentioning, which was Boolean search terms. This is the way that you can really delve in deeply in terms of LinkedIn search and really get some really detailed search um, when you're searching for a particular person or a particular type of person on LinkedIn. So I've tried to make some notes on this, but what I've actually noticed is that um, I was watching through Steve's course, which is a video. I put I put his course together with him, so I made all the videos for it. And I think that he says it a lot, lot better than I ever would because he really knows what he's talking about when it comes to this. So I'm just going to play you a clip of that um, lesson in the show. He's told me it's okay. Um, so that he will explain to you what Boolean search is. And then uh, we'll come back to me. Just think of it as a way of getting more precise results in search. The first search term I want to show you is simply the inverted commas or speech marks. Let's say you want to search for anyone who is a product manager. You could simply type product manager in the search bar. You'd get over 15 million results, far too many to manage effectively. The reason you get this many results is that LinkedIn search looks for anyone who has both words product and manager but it also searches for any results that contain either of them. If we place inverted commas around the word product manager and run the same search instead of 15 million results we get a much smaller number. This is because we're telling the search engine to go and look for only results that have that exact phrase in it. Now in this case we get around 2 million results, still a large number but it shows how using this approach can filter your information effectively. Other Boolean searches allow somebody to combine words and phrases to make their searches more effective by using what are known as Boolean operators to limit, broaden or define their search. There are three more you need to know about and when being used in this way the words themselves need to be typed in capitals. The words are or, and, or not. Using these three words in the search box allows you a much greater refining of your search results. It's best if we use an example. Let's say we want to track down people who had sales and marketing in their profile. We could run two searches, one for sales and one for marketing. However, a simpler way is to do this using Boolean search. To find those individuals, we can simply type the word sales 
or notice the or is in capital letters marketing into the search box this will bring us back everyone who has sales or marketing or both sales and marketing in their profile if we only want to find those people who had both sales and marketing in their profile we add the term and again in capitals this will bring us back only those individuals who have both sales and marketing in their profile you can see this is a much more refined search result alternatively if we only wanted to find those people who are exclusively marketing and exclude any salespeople, we can use the word not again in capitals and we will get only those people working in marketing excluding any salespeople and any who has both sales and marketing in their profile it sounds complicated but in fact it's simple and really does help with the searching another tip is when doing complex search you can combine terms using brackets so if you were searching for marketing directors or marketing manager the search term would be brackets managers or in capitals directors close brackets and in capitals marketing this would give all managers and directors who have the phrase marketing in their profile as I say it sounds a lot more complicated than it is using these simple search techniques you can get a good defined group that meets your target audience there is almost no limit to the searching you can do using these few terms give it a try now so yeah, as I said, Steve really does know what he's talking about when it comes to LinkedIn in terms of the searches as well. And I think um, he mentioned it in the in the interview with Adam, but I think it's really important that um, you it be in, it's interesting to go into more detail uh, with him. Um, as I said, I helped Steve put his course together. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes for the show so you can take a look at that. I would highly recommend going through and looking at Steve's course. Um, I learned so much about LinkedIn just through recording it with him and going through the scripts. And it's really helped improve my LinkedIn profile, my LinkedIn presence, just by recording the uh, the series with him. So take a look at that and um, hope you enjoyed that little bit. And let's go back to me and Adam in the studio now. Cheers. Um, so thank you very much for watching this. I hope you found it useful. I, I think there's no doubt that LinkedIn is for many businesses an absolute must and and getting to grips with LinkedIn is really, really important. I think for franchise recruitment, it can certainly have its benefits as well. If you have any comments or ways that you've used LinkedIn effectively within your franchise or a way that franchisees are using LinkedIn, that's really working. We would love to know. So please do post in the comments. And next time, Mark. So next time we're talking to Steph from Coconut very own Steph and she could be talking about awards and how um, entering awards can help build your profile so that's interesting that will be interesting Steph's got a incredible record when it comes to uh, award nominations for our franchise or clients I'll have so, to find out what that is as well yeah I'm sure I'm, I'm sure she'll talk about it <laughs> <laughs> so until next time thanks for watching bye <laughs>